Welcome to the YYY Show, a comedy podcast about search histories, life, and quizzical quizzes. I'm Jingan. And I'm Liza. And in this podcast, we are going to talk about interesting things that we search for on the internet this week. But first, we need to make a small disclaimer. This is a comedy podcast, and we do our best to research the things that we find. If there's anything that is factually inaccurate, please send us your corrections through our social media channels. You can find us at YYYShow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Alright! Shall we start the show? Yes! Alright, Liza, what is your search term of the week? My search term is... Gustav Coffee Experiment. Gustav? Yes. Hmm. Gustav is... Is it an Italian name? Uh, <laughs> or is it like French? Not in this context. Uh, it is Swedish in this context. Oh, okay, okay. What is Gustav Coffee Experiment? What is the experiment about? Okay, this guy called Gustav, mm-hmm. he liked coffee a lot. Mm. Then he decided, okay, mm, I want to have a coffee experiment. Mm-hmm. Then I want to make everybody in my town drink coffee mm-hmm. and see whether they have a certain reaction. I don't know. Uh, whether they become friendlier. <laughs> <laughs> whether they okay. have more passion in life. Oh. Like because you know like coffee is like a bit of a how to say it stimulant. will make you yeah yeah stimulant it make you more like energetic, energetic right uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah so maybe like he tried to sneak the coffee into like I don't know the water sauce or something <gasps> what they on the water that actually is like oh everybody's getting the coffee through their <laughs> coffee tap. boost yeah good guess thank you <laughs> but yeah on the complete opposite end of the spectrum oh man good stuff did not love coffee. Oh no. Didn't like it. Oh, I see. Aha. Okay, so the Gustav Coffee Experiment is one of the first medical twin studies on caffeine conducted in the 18th century. 18th century, okay. 200-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. It was ordered by the king, Gustav III of Sweden, oh. to study the health effects of coffee. Aha, aha. So you are right that he wanted to see what coffee will do to people, people mm-hmm. but he did not love it so much. Oh. He didn't like it. I see. Yeah. So in Sweden, right, coffee was banned by royal decree across three different reigns in five separate periods between the 1750s and the 1820s. Mm-hmm. So almost every three to five years, right, they will ban it, then later unban it, then ban it, then unban it. That's confusing. Yeah, because the people liked it. But the authorities were convinced that coffee was bad for public health. Oh, okay, okay. Understand. So coffee first arrived in Sweden around 1674. Mm-hmm. But no one really used it until the turn of the 18th century when it became fashionable among the wealthy. Like Ooh. it was so cool to drink this drink. Mm, bitter drink. Yeah. Then in 1746, right, a royal edict was issued against coffee and tea due to, wave the commas, the misuse and excesses of tea and coffee drinking. Mm, interesting. And it was signed by Gustav's father, also a king, Adolf Frederick, mm-hmm. who was also an opponent of stimulating drinks. Mm. No being stimulated. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> 
Is it because of addiction? Uh, it's because Gustav the Third and his father, uh. they had read this treatise, like a former white paper. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Like scientific paper like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. That was written by a French physician uh-huh. that cautioned against the dangers of caffeine in tea and coffee. Oh. Then they read it and they're just like, no, our people shall not drink this thing. Oh, okay, okay. So actually they had their people's interest in mind. Yeah, because mm. it's like a public health thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they decided that, well, if you want to drink coffee, can, mm. but you must pay high taxes for it. Okay. I mean, it's quite similar to how our government tax mm-hmm. the alcohol and cigarettes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens if you fail to pay the coffee tax? Then you cannot drink, lor, right? Yeah. As in, if you drink, then you have to be fined or something or like... uh thrown into jail yeah 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 correct they will find you they will throw you into jail they will try to make your life difficult yeah 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 but the funny thing (laughs) that they did was also they went to confiscate the people's cups and dishes what (laughs) don't let them drink from their special atas little coffee cup or tea cup I don't understand they can drink it with other things as long as it's a receptacle right receptacle yeah correct well but they took away your atasness you know (laughs) like oh you so Atas drinking it from your little coffee cup and so, your tea cup and your little saucer then they confiscate their oh, whole tea wear interesting. and coffee wear yeah is it only the rich people drink the poor people not so much mostly lah cause the tax very high oh. so only you if you can afford it then you can drink it interesting <laughs> okay yeah but I mean they can drink from a bowl I guess mm-hmm. but maybe it's like too like low class beneath them to drink it from a bowl <laughs> Quite confusing. Okay. Well, anyway, later they decided, you know, it's so difficult to enforce this nonsense. Uh-huh. We're just going to ban it completely. Okay. But then despite the ban, right, mm-hmm. people still continue drinking the coffee. <laughs> they are addicted. Yeah. <laughs> so, this Gustav the Third, he was very determined to prove its negative health effects. Mm. So, he ordered a scientific experiment to be carried out in what has been loosely referred to as the first clinical trial of coffee. Ah. Caffeine lah, actually. Okay. okay. So, he found a pair of twins. Okay. That were criminals on death row. Okay. Like, they're already sentenced mm-hmm. to the death penalty. I right? see. Okay. And then he offered them a plea deal. He can commute the death penalty, change it to life imprisonment. Okay. But, mm-hmm. must participate in this experiment. Oh. Okay lah. So, to escape death, then they decided to do this. Mm. Will okay. you take it? I mean, I must know what is the experiment okay. like, right? The experiment is <laughs> one twin must agree to drink three pots of coffee a day for the rest of his life. Oh. Then the other twin had to drink three pots of tea a day for the rest of his life. You want? Yeah, la, okay. Because la. That, that time, the coffee and tea is an atas drink, right? Yeah, super atas drink. <laughs> Like only rich people can drink. It's like telling you, you must drink three wine uh, a day. But then mm. this wine uh, is a super expensive expensive $2,000 wine. Yeah, correct. Then you want or not? Yeah, la, then okay. La. Sure, one, one, right? <laughs> <laughs> like it's either that or death. Yeah. Mm. And then that time, 1800s, uh, all the death is like public one, no? mm-hmm, public mm-hmm. execution. Oh, yes, yes. Right, the right, broad right. sides. Mm. Mm. So of course they say, okay, la, let's do it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> then okay, they assign two prominent physicians to monitor their health and to conduct this experiment. Mm. Yeah. So what happened was 
both physicians died before the experiment was completed. Oh. Yeah, one died before the other. Then Gustav III himself was assassinated in 1792. Oh no. And both twins live healthily for a long time. <laughs> That's very funny. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking their three pots of coffee or tea. Mm. So eventually the tea consumer twin... Mm. He died at the ripe old age of 83 years old. Oh, wow. For 1800s, that. Yes. He lived to 83. Eh? That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then the coffee consumer, uh-huh. he lived even longer. I see. But nobody know the age of the coffee drinking twin. Why? At which he died. Because all the people who were assigned to monitor the twins all died before them. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So the ban on coffee in Sweden was eventually lifted in 1820s. And coffee became a dominant beverage in Sweden, mm-hmm. which has since been one of the countries with the highest coffee consumption per capita in the world. Oh. Maybe this other twin, right? The coffee twin, right? Mm. Actually became immortal. Oh, wow. Then he just <laughs> decided, you know what? I'm just going to change the laws. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> three pots, eh. Just three pots a yeah, day. Yeah, then he disappeared into the night. Yeah, you know, but they, you know, at that point in time, they never really say one pot is how big. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. I, I don't think it's big. a very big pot. Mm. Because very big pot, then you will get, like, too much caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then get That's heart palpitations also, yeah. and all that. Mm. But maybe his pot is like quite nice and small, you know? Yeah, yeah. Probably. Like a little nice small Like pot. a teapot, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, at that point, it's very atas and expensive, so they cannot give them so much of so, right? That's true, that's true. Mm. Interesting. Actually, I thought like, you know, in a scientific experiment, mm. like one of the twins should be the control, right? Mm. Like, shouldn't it be one don't drink anything? Like, like they want to water, test like- coffee versus tea. I know, but uh. like, you know, in a scientific experiment, one should be the... They need one more, one standard. more brother, they need a triplet. <laughs> <laughs> then they want to drink water. Well, they are the beverage twins. Is that a pun? No. Okay. Like, they can be called the beverage twins, but one is coffee, tea. Okay. Then if they are triplets, it's like, coffee, tea, or me. Oh my god! <laughs> no! No, she was setting up a joke that's so bad. What? <laughs> it's not bad, right? Call me, tea, or me. I mean, there's a lot of theories la, why they live so long. Yes. Okay, partly it's because last time water is dirty. Uh-huh. Then another reason is maybe the coffee and tea that were given to them is not so much. Mm. But then actually, because it, it's a stimulant, right? Mm. It helps to strengthen the heart. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, but there's some theories about it. They're doing more scientific studies to figure out what's, <laughs> what's up. Well, interesting, interesting. Hmm. The end. Okay. It is time for our special segment. Three things to Google from a friend. So Eliza, who is the contributor for this week? The contributor for this week is Wei Yan. Ooh. And she has three Quite practical, but interesting search terms. Okay, let's go. Okay, the first one is, what is the healthy rate of dyeing hair? Like, how often can we dye our hair before it we, spoils? And it all drop off. And it rot or something, I don't know. 
Okay, okay, okay. Let's search for that. I have no idea at all. This is quite a good question. I think people don't normally dye their hair like maybe like once a year or something. No, 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 no. Who have you met that dye their hair once a year? For Chinese New Year, is it? Oh, yeah, maybe. Because I, I see know. people who dye their hair, like every time they go to the salon, uh-huh. then they will change their hair color. They're like, oh, so cool. I oh, two, my hair color. two times a year, two or three times. I was going to say once every two to three months, eh, which is like, Four huh? to six times a year. Very expensive one, eh? Dye hair. But some people like. <laughs> okay, can. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about this clearly. Okay, let's okay. go. So I found the answer. Mm. Just very big. If you just Google, how often can we dye our hair? Then very, very big come out right at the top. Every six to eight weeks. Healthline article. That means mm. it's medically reviewed. Hmm. So I have another article mm. that is from this website called You Probably Need a Haircut.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And they say if you ask a professional hairstylist, it's like three to eight weeks. And common answer is like four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps you stay ahead of your root growth while also keeping your hair safe. Root growth as in like your original hair colour, right? Oh, yeah, Will grow out. Because if you wait too long, mm. then you have like one inch or two inches of your original hair colour. Yes, then yes, everything yes. else is like coloured, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. Then you get like a two-tone colour hair thing. Uh. Yeah. But maybe like that's a desired effect also. I don't know. Yeah, I think some people <laughs> purposely use that. Temporary and semi-permanent hair dyes can be used more often than six to eight weeks. Mm. But if you use the permanent one, then... Because they contain harsh chemicals and can damage your hair if used incorrectly, then they ask you to don't use so much. Yes, yes, yes. So apparently how long it lasts, the temporary one, if you make on your hair already, once you go in the shower, the first time you shampoo it, it'll come off. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is That's the kind that people uh, spray on to go to football matches. Yes, yes, And yes. like Halloween or something. Mm. Yeah, there's a semi-permanent hair dye that will last up to three to six washes. Mm. Yeah, it does not really penetrate the hair. Mm. Yeah, it's just like on the surface of your hair. And it does not contain any peroxide, which is like bleach. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, but the demi-permanent, wow, demi le. Demi. Yeah, deminent. Deminent. Demi-permanent one will last up to 20 washes because there's a low-level peroxide inside. Low-level bleach. Interesting. Mm. So you can like penetrate your hair shaft and then sits on top of your cuticle. Wah, 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 huh? So wait, the dye, right? And the bleach, right? Is mm. a different thing, right? It's a different thing. Yes. Because yeah. the bleach, right? It penetrates through the follicle itself. Ooh. That means that when your hair is bleached, it's bleached for good. Ooh. Yeah. So... Is that not good? That's not good, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. La. It's a chemical la, that you're going to put into your follicle. <laughs> yeah, but that's why they say, mm. try not to get the hair dye and the bleach onto your scalp. Mm, because okay. it will cause it to itch and burn, right? Mm, 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 I mean, peroxide mm. burns. Ma. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. The permanent one is quite interesting mm. because it is the only type of dye, right, that will cover grey hair. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And then they need to be used together with something called a developer. 
which is a product that helps the hair dye sink through your hair's cuticle and deposit colour. Oh, so interesting. It's like a lot of chemistry involved there. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of research. And then they also like have to think of how deep you want the hair dye to penetrate the hair. Yeah. Right. Correct. And the hair so fine. Yeah. Of course, there are different like quality of hair dye mm. and like how long it stays, etc, etc, right? Mm. So all of these is like things to consider. Mm. There are ways to uh, protect your hair also. Mm-hmm. Like you can protect your hair from heat. Like for example, when you use the blow dryer, right? Mm-hmm. Then sometimes it gets too hot. Then, then it will... The colour change, ah. No, you might risk further damage to your already, like, dyed hair. Like, oh. bleach hair. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. So it's already, yeah. like, a bit injured already yes. from the chemicals. Oh. So if you use more heat treatment, then it's, like, maybe you make it worse. Oh. Yeah, you can also keep your hair hydrated. Like what? Make it wet? <laughs> you can do hair mask or the leave-in conditioner. Oh my, you know this thing is like so far away from my standard beauty regime. <laughs> Which is like, nothing for me. It's just like, okay. Oh, hair mask. Mm. Use the towel to make my hair dry, that's it. Mm. <laughs> okay, so okay. much to learn about this, this thing it on our heads. It's a very big industry. <laughs> Alright. Okay, the next search term is what is the origin of hot pot? What is the origin of hot pot? I would assume that it's from China. Probably China, yeah. The colder parts of China. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Then again, why don't people in other parts of the world, if it's cold, mm-hmm. they also can have hot pot, what? Mm, okay, I guess the definition of a hot pot is like a bunch of people sit around a table with a pot that has hot soup inside, right? And then it's boiling, right? And then we kind of like dip, we put meats or vegetables into the soup. Yes. And then we take it out to eat. So is it Chinese people and Asian people uh-huh. can do this because we have chopsticks? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because I think like soup, like hot soup in general is a very common thing in mm-hmm. colder countries, like stew, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, but like maybe not hot pot. Maybe because they don't have chopsticks, so they can <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, the, chop, the chopstick can like just everybody dip into the same hot pot, which is by the way... Mm. It's not sanitary, but then the hotness <laughs> of the hot pot kills the germs. Yeah, apparently. Okay, okay let's see, let's see, let's see. Alright, so China is correct. <laughs> <laughs> but not China, China... It's thought to have originated in Mongolia. Mongolia, yeah. 800 to 900 years ago. Yes. Mutton and horse meat, if I'm not wrong. So delicious, ah! <laughs> Some sources even claim that horsemen use their metal helmets to hold and cook the water. So I think they use it as like the hot pot, lah, basically. Oh my goodness, they use their helmet. Yeah. Oh man, that is it seasoned by their sweat. Their head sweat. No, eee. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hope they wash it in the river or something. <laughs> I wanted to see whether other countries have hot pot that is not Asian. Hmm. I mean, I found out that of course Southeast Asia has because the people moved down and then they... <laughs> bring their culinary delights over. Yes. But I found out that Europe has hot pot also. It is 
fondue. Yeah, it's called fondue and it originates from Swiss cuisine. Mm. And then if they put the meat, right, Mm. and fish and vegetables in, Mm -hmm. they actually call it Chinese fondue. So they can differentiate, you know. (laughs) Like, it's not the cheese one and it's not the sweet one. one. Yeah, Mm. it's like the Asian version. I see, I see. So it's like the other way around. Mm. Mm. There's also a Lancashire hot pot. What's inside? Very good question. It consists of lamb, mutton and onions topped with sliced potatoes. It's Sounds good. In England. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like a stew. Mm. <laughs> they don't really like, you know, use things to pop, pop, pop and cook things. Mm. Cook things while it's boiling. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think that is the speciality of hot pot. La. Like the soup is hot, right? The whole meal. Yes. Yeah. You must be able to wheel chopsticks or some equivalent long thing. Mm, <laughs> then mm. you can have this meal. Mm. You know, just now you were talking about the helmet thing, right? Yeah. They, you say they use a helmet to be the pot. Mm. You know, they actually could have also mm-hmm. used their shields mm-hmm. as a sort of a frying pan hot plate to <laughs> sear the meat. <laughs> like, wow. Dual function. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's amazing. This is amazing, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. So they pack like they don't have to bring so many. Yeah. Guo chang chang, don't know what yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Eh, guo guo, guo guo chang chang, is it? She never hear this phrase before. Well, they didn't have to bring so many pots and pans, you know, and then mm. ride the horse and clink clink clang clang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just use the shield, use the helmet. Also, they are nomadic, ma, so they know that they're supposed to make things that have dual purposes. Oh, yes. Yep. Yes, it makes sense. Mm. Alright, got the answer. Okay, her next search term is... Yes. Is there veganism in animals? Like, are there animals... Who that practice veganism? ...choose to be vegans? Ah. Like, maybe their kind, right, mm. is omnivorous or carnivorous. Mm. Then they choose to be vegan I mean isn't that all of herbivores um maybe she's she means non-herbivores oh non-herb okay okay because so carnivorous animals yeah. then they choose to be vegan vegans or omnivores or okay ah, yeah, ah, yeah 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 okay, you understand get it. okay sorry <laughs> isn't that just herbivores hmm pretty sure that's not the question <laughs> It surprises me that a lot of people have asked this question as well. <laughs> On Cora, it's like... So, first we need to define what is veganism. So, the vegan society's definition of veganism mm. is a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as is possible and practicable all exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food clothing or any other purpose that means the one who chooses to be vegan has to rationalize think and decide Mm. that no animals shall be harmed Mm. for my food or my clothes Mm. or any other things Mm. yes in my life yeah so it's like they fully understand the implications of meat eating Mm. And normally it's like done when the person is not struggling day to day to provide themselves with nourishment. But like, that's not really the case for wild animals. Yes. Yeah. 
they are normally struggling day to day to capture their food or hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the moral implication part. Mm. Because right now, for philosophers especially and animal behaviorists, mm-hmm. we can see animal behavior, mm. but we, we cannot see into their brain how they rationalize their behaviors. That's true. So that's true. we don't know what is the moral compass of an animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Does it choose this or that? Because, oh, I just want to be kind to other animals. Mm, mm, mm. Or like, does it choose to eat, for example, a cat, right? Mm. Doesn't want to eat his dry food or kibble mm-hmm. or his wet food. Mm-hmm. Then go in and chew on the plants outside. Then, oh my god, is my cat turning vegan? <laughs> but maybe it's like, no, it's not vegan. It just has an upset stomach. I just want to eat the plant outside to yes, feel better. correct. Mm. That's right. So, because we are unable <laughs> to tell... Mm-hmm the morality of animals and also whether they understand the implications. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we can ask, right? Yeah. Hello. Excuse me, animal. Hello, dog. <laughs> Are you vegan? Why you choose to be vegan? Why you choose to eat only the vegetables today and not the meat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cannot. I cannot interview. <laughs> so we will never know, eh. Mm. Even if there is an animal that chooses to be vegan, we also won't know whether it chooses to be vegan. Mm. That's true, that's true. Yeah, but I realise that a lot of people are asking because they want to find a pet that is vegan, that can fit in their vegan lifestyle. Oh, is that why people ask? Oh my yeah. goodness. Then they don't have to buy the meaty products for their animals. Oh. Mm. Unfortunately, for our vegan friends, cats and dogs need... <laughs> Their nourishment. Protein. Yeah. <laughs> Need their meaty proteins. Indeed. Mm. But uh one omnivorous pet or animal that mm. can be converted to veganism mm-hmm. is actually rats. Oh. Yeah. So they don't seem to mind if they just eat vegetables, is it? Yeah. If you don't give it meat. Oh, they seem a bit fine with it. Okay, and if as in no uh, medical conditions, that kind of thing. not much. Okay, yeah, mm. but it's best and recommended if you can feed it some insects. Oh, mm. okay. But it must touch your heart, la. Like, is your pet rat's well-being more important than the insect's well-being? Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's a pest, la, then you can feed to your rat. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. okay what right mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. that one you must decide yourself so I cannot decide for you <laughs> it's a moral issue once again alright I'm not gonna pretend I understand all of these uh, mindsets <laughs> sure do whatever you want I mean the answer is of course if you want to make your life easier mm. then just get a herbivorous animal as a pet Yellow. which is like a rabbit mm-hmm. or a guinea pig turtle are you sure turtle is not herbivorous meh they don't eat fish, man. <laughs> I think turtle is herbivorous, right? Oh my god, you can get a turtle! Because some turtles are carnivorous, while others follow a strictly vegetarian diet. Oh, Most turtles, however, are omnivores. So they eat both animals and plants. So you must just choose one that can follow vegetarian diet. Then you can <laughs> successfully convert the turtle to veganism. <laughs> okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> I think I have to Google convertible animals to veganism. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so anyway, more of the story is omnivores. La. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you choose an omnivorous animal mm-hmm. that won't have big problems, health issues, mm. yeah, on a diet of veggies, okay. it can be converted. Alright. The end. Okay. <laughs> 
Alright, that's the end of our special segment. Okay, so Jian, what is your search term of the week? My search term is... How does sand turn into glass? Huh? You know glass is made from sand? Oh yeah, huh? How come the sand is like, you know, it's sand color? And then like, it's like so many little bits, right? Mm. And then when it turns into glass, it's transparent. Ooh. Ooh, oh my god. This one, <laughs> I need to recall my days in the chemicals company. <laughs> yeah, my, I thought you might know. My mm. department was in the glass department. Mm, 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 and mm. the uh, window films department, actually. Yes, yes. Um, this field of study, right, uh-huh. is actually called fenestration. The study of windows oh, and window glass. Interesting. You know, there's a word called defenestration. Yes, yes, I think so. What What does it mean? De windowing. No, it means to throw somebody out the window. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> De windowing. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> remove all the windows. No, it's to remove someone through a window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me think. Let me think. Okay. Um. Something along the lines of they'll put it through very high heat and then something along the lines of it being melted yes, and yes. cooled yep, and then yep. it'll become a long flat thing mm-hmm. and then they have to... Sometimes they'll heat strengthen it but I cannot remember how. Maybe hotter or something or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the way it cools also is quite yes. important. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. depending on how you control the temperature or what, right? Then mm-hmm. you'll determine how clear the glass is mm. and we'll also determine how strong the glass is oh interesting something along that lines one yes yes i i know that there's like you know a lot of uh science in it and also like a lot of methods uh. but like i think what i found is like a general like explanation okay tell us tell like, us yeah so sand, eli5 yeah, yeah, yeah. sand <laughs> is mostly made up of silicon dioxide mm-hmm Right, so silicon dioxide is two oxygen and one silicon, right? Yes. So these molecules actually arrange themselves to form a crystalline known as quartz. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. So quartz, right, when you heat it to a very high temperature, which is about 1,700 degrees Celsius, mm-hmm. which is a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> it melts and it becomes this thing called amorphous liquid. Mm, mm. Amorphous liquid, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So why why is it called amorphous liquid? It's a it's a special type of liquid. Yeah, it's unable to go back to the sand solid form already. Mm, 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 yeah, mm. but it is a solid with the chaotic structure of a liquid. So it can flow like a liquid mm. and fill in any gaps. Mm. But it's still a solid. Mm. Yeah, then, it's like a doughy thing, is it? It's like you know when you see those. Uh, glass blowing videos uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like kind of like still malleable oh, yes, 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 yes. but it's solid <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> like a bubble gum ish thing yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, like, okay, like okay. lava kind of mm, yeah mm, mm. so this actually allows the glass surface to be uniform yes it's like you know one very smooth thing yeah. right? it's like they pour into some baking tray like thing mm. long conveyor thing mm. <laughs> this is uniform on the molecular level as well Mm. So this allows light to pass through in one direction mm. without being refracted. Mm. So the quartz, right, in the sand, right, yes. is many surfaces. Yes, yes, yes. That's why the light cannot like just pass through. Oh, it's mm. like it's, then you bounce, you bounce there. Yeah, it's refracted. Mm. Mm. 
So anyway, this is like generally lah, okay, how mm. glass is made. Mm. So why is glass transparent? Why is glass transparent? Because yeah. quartz is transparent lah. Okay, okay. Actually, the question should be a different question. Because we are made out of atoms, right? Yes. And also the glass is made out of atoms. Yes. Right? So everything is made out of atoms. And inside an atom, the middle part is you have a what? Nucleus. Yes. Good. Oh my goodness, why are you just <laughs> like digging my brain, you know, of all these like all these words. And then, and then, and then uh, rotating around the nucleus proton is proton and electron. Yeah, yeah, okay, ne- electrons lah, okay. The um, proton is in the nucleus, is it? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. The electron uh, is the one wrong. that is rotating. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the electrons are rotating. This is like a rough uh, explanation of yes. how an atom works. It's not exactly accurate. Okay. Yes. So this is just for us to easier E-L-I-5 understand. ELI5 method. Yeah. Explain like I'm 5 method Correct. of explaining okay. this. Okay. Yes. So if an atom is like the size of Earth, right? Mm. The nucleus is only the size of, let's say, a, a stadium. Okay. So it's very small. And then the, the electrons mm. rotating around are kind of like grains of sand. Mm. So there's actually a lot of space mm. in between all these like nucleus and mm. electrons thing. Mm. So actually, the right question to ask is, why isn't everything transparent? That's true, Hor. Why is it that if there's so much space, then why we cannot see through each other yeah. and things? Yeah, that's a good question. Why aren't humans transparent? <laughs> <laughs> why aren't vegan animals transparent? <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It's because... Okay, as we talked about just now, the electrons, right, they circle the nucleus. But the movement, right, is not, like, random anyhow. Mm. They have energy bands Mm -hmm. that they exist in. Mm. So if you imagine, like, something like the nucleus is the sun, then after the planets are, like, rotating around, Mm. the planets are the electrons. Mm. So they have different orbits, in a sense. Mm. So these are called energy bands. So different levels of energy. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so they are kind of like just hanging around in that energy band until something comes along and hits one of the electrons. Mm -hmm. And then if it has enough energy, Mm. it can upgrade to the next band, Mm. right? It'll be faster, it'll be more excited. Yes, more energy, Mm. right? Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so something with enough energy, maybe something like light photons, Mm -hmm. which is light, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when it hits one of the electrons with enough energy, is absorbed by that electron. Mm. So, a lot of the time, the things that we can see Mm. is that the light hit the electron and the electron absorbed. That's why we can see. Because if the light can pass through, Mm. it is transparent. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay, Mm. understand? Okay, so Mm. in glass, right... The energy bands are very far away from each other. Uh-huh. So the light can pass through very fast because it doesn't have enough energy to to upgrade. So it will just pass through lo, the light. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like for example, the red pencil mm. is because it absorbs the red. Something like that, yes. <laughs> it absorbs the light that is hitting it right now. That's why you can see. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. So yeah, that's like the. I found it quite difficult to understand lah. Mm. But 
I think it's quite interesting to think about like why glass is transparent although it's very solid. Mm. Right? Mm. And also like some glass, I'm sure you know about the UV film thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is actually opaque to UV light. So it lets in sunlight as in visible light, mm. but it doesn't let in UV light. Mm. So that is also because the UV light has a different wavelength, wavelength. Yeah. to visible light. Yeah. So that means that the the UV light got more energy, so it gets absorbed it by gets the absorbed, electron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, by the electron. So that, mm. that was the product that I was tasked to <laughs> sell across APEC and Middle East. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it's quite amazing, right, from an architectural standpoint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you let in natural light, mm-hmm. but you block out UV, mm-hmm. then actually you don't need to on the lights in your office. Mm. But because it blocks out the normal heat, right? Yes. So then you don't have to on your aircon so high also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can on less aircon and on less lights. Mm, mm, because mm. the film helps you block out the UV, mm, mm, but mm. let in the visible light. Yes. Which I, I thought was like so fascinating. Like this technology, why don't you more people use it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a good advocate for it. Okay. At some point, I was so like, I was thinking, hey, but it's made of plastic. Mm. Then I had this like, but plastic versus uh, saving on electricity. Yes. What is worse, right? Yes. Then you count How here, you count it? there. Yeah, mm. the carbon footprint of you owning everything is worse. Mm. So might as well just get some plastic paste there for a few years. Oh, so actually that is more eco-friendly in a sense. Mm. Mm. The film, mm. a good one, mm. is more eco-friendly. Lor. You oh. get a bad one, then too bad. Lor. Then you use a lot of plastic. Lor. Interesting. Because it's like screen protector like that, you know, for mm. that one plastic. Uh, you must have a lot more plastic. You mm. still have the the one that protects the sticky part, then the one to protect the surface. Oh, right. There's so many plastic. Eh. Yes, uh, yes, yes. So you must calculate the plastic. Uh, is more eco friendly. Oh, the the saving of the energy is more friendly. Mm. I see. Okay. Yeah. Another mm. thing apparently it helps is that the birds don't fly into the the glass. Why? Because the UV light is absorbed, ma, so they see the glass. As in, like, they cannot see through the glass, so they don't bang into it. La. Oh, yeah. Then might as well put tinted film. Usually it's a bit green, green or blue, blue one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then the birds won't, won't go and bang it. Yeah, la. because it's not fully transparent, right? Yeah. Oh. That's why birds bang into glass, because they don't think it's, they don't know it's there. Oh, then they just bang straight. Oh, yeah, okay. like, no, you think they bang straight into the glass for what? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I never considered it from the birds point of view. <laughs> That's true. Okay, continue. Okay, we reached the almost end of our podcast and now it's time for... One thing to recommend... My recommendation for this week is sleeping before midnight. Mm, so important. <laughs> Especially, right, if you are the kind that starts your work day around 9am. Mm. Yeah, because if you sleep before midnight, right, then you count, 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 count. Mm. You count the hours you sleep. Mm. Plus the time you take to wake up and go and shower and get ready and drink your coffee and start your work, right? Yeah. Sleeping before midnight will get you a full night's worth of sleep. Yes. The recommended 7 to 9 hours of sleep. Yes. Mm. And then sleep is good for the brain. Yeah. Gives you more room to do things and That's makes right. your mood better. Yes. Mm. 
I actually heard someone say before, like, you know, when we scroll things, right? Mm. It's like there's a lot of useless information. Mm. Like, for example, like the cat video mm. or like the baby laughing about something stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then like that all is like part of like your RAM. And then mm. when you sleep, it's like it's inside your recycling bin then it gets empty. Yes. Yeah. When you sleep, your recycle bin of the brain gets empty. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely right. Yeah. Mm. So that's why it's important to sleep. And you need to give it more time so that you can press the recycle bin over and over again. Mm. Like, empty, empty, empty. <laughs> Keep emptying it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm. My recommendation for this week is The First Take. It's a YouTube channel where musicians or singers, they do one-take-only performances. Mm. One take only, yeah. So it's the first take. Yeah. Uh, it started out with mostly uh, Japanese artists. Mm-hmm. But now it has expanded internationally and they had Harry Styles recently on their channel. Ah. Yeah. And they do wrongly how? Then. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like on stage, right? You only get one chance. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. We've reached the end of this week's podcast. Thank you, Eliza, for making this podcast with me. And thank you, Jingan, for doing this podcast with me. If you have Googled anything interesting lately, you can drop us a DM or comment on any of our social media accounts and we'll search it up on the show. You can also follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook page where we post images of some of the things that we talked about today. You can also help share our show with your friends that might enjoy a comedy trivia podcast. If you'd like to support us, you can head over to our Patreon page and give us a small contribution to help us keep the show running. And now, we're off to record... One more thing, a Patreon-only podcast called One More Thing. So, see you there. They assign two prominent physicians. They assign two prominent physicians. 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 Physicians.